This week on Deep Space Pride, we talk about our top moments in 2023 and catch up on the news of the last couple of months. It's been a while since we've recorded, so thanks for joining us. I'm doing okay. It's been a while. How have you been? been I mean, it's been a while since we recorded. We've seen each other since the last time we recorded. We just yes, it's been yes. a while since our listeners have caught up with us. So right, exactly. Yes. It's been a while yes. since we've been on here talking about Star Trek exclusively. I know it's been a um, while. It's been a minute. So yeah, um, but also it's the end of the year. So we wanted to. Get in one last podcast in 2023 uh, before before 2024. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> so, the year is over. Yes, it is. How, how are you feeling about that? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I feel like it was a full year, and I know it was a full year, but it was a very full year for me. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, how are you feeling about it? Well, I think it's always the post-Christmas, ugh, you know, it's nice that uh, I there's some time off, but still, there's always this weird lull between Christmas and New Year's, and then beginning of January is always very blah. There's not as much to look forward to. The holidays aren't the corner anymore, so it's like, now what? And then it's going to be my birthday. Have your, we, yeah, we have your birthday at the beginning of the year, so... So... There's that, I suppose. But it's always it always feels almost like anticlimactic because you have all this buildup for the holidays and such and New Year's. And then having a birthday around the holidays is always a little strange, I think, for most people. Like Because yeah. I know some people that are like, December 24th. And, oh, my God. You know, I feel bad for you. Yes. And December, I mean, sorry, beginning of January, of course, it's also a weird time because, again, you have all this hype. And now... Womp womp is your birthday. Cool, cool. Right. So Yeah, you, you basically have 60 days at the end of the year where you go from Halloween to New Year's. Right. It's nonstop. It's, it, it's nonstop. It's, conti- and, it's continuous. Yeah. And uh, by the end of it, you're both exhausted. And then you've got the long month of January ahead of you. Mm. And Right. Yeah. Right. And, and you're midwinter, so you're also looking at that. Yes. So, yeah. And usually it's very bitterly cold around my birthday. I mean, it's usually, it's usually really cold or I'm very sick. It, it tends to be one or the other. Oh. Wow. Last year I was very ill. I, 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 I woke up, I don't know if you remember, on New Year's Eve I woke up and I had pink eye. It was terrible. I, I couldn't see anyone. Yes. It was awful. Yeah. And I got a sinus infection. It was, Yeah. So, I feel fine. The year's over. 2023 is over. 2024, I'm not looking forward to 2024 at all. At all. Oh, I'm not wow. looking forward. It's, it's the election cycle, Mike. I cannot. 
I cannot. I cannot. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Basis. I I mean, no, I don't Genu- read the headline. It's, it's, primaries begin in January. It's all downhill uh, from there. So yeah, I know. I'm not yeah. looking forward to it whatsoever. I mean, I've taken a a pretty. I I don't participate in a lot of um, news reading anyway, so it's impossible I to avoid. At some point, it's impossible to avoid. You know sure, what I mean? But I don't. I don't ingest it on a daily basis, or even necessarily, you know, on a every couple of. You know, it's just I don't ingest it because I just don't. One, my life is too busy and I've got a bunch of other things to worry about. And then, sure, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'll do what I can and um, hope that we come out of this okay. That we survive. Uh, oh, no, I'm going to survive. Uh, it's just a matter of how many people I need to kill. That's all. Okay. All right. All right. Great. So, yes. All right. No, I no, I wasn't even thinking of twenty. I'm, I'm, I, I. You're right. I'm not excited about that piece, but I've got a lot happening in 2024. So that's true. You do have a lot happening, and a lot to look forward to, which is good. Yep. So, yeah. So, um, that's why I'm not trying to. I'm trying not to focus on that piece of the news cycle per se. So. And you're going yeah. to be escaping to South Africa for three months? Yes. Yes. Definitely. a long uh, time. That's a long period of time. Yeah, but I mean, it's pretty much like a, it's like a semester abroad, right? It's not, you know, I, which I never I did in college. So, mm-hmm. you know, a semester abroad is, you know, about That's one way to look or, at it. A, in my mind, so that's a whole that's, quarter. It's a whole fiscal. Oh my it goodness. is a whole quarter, yeah. 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 So, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm trying not to think about the state of the world uh, too much. I mean, I know it's not good, and I know there are a lot of things happening, and I, I am peripherally aware of the general situation, but I do not focus on it because I have too much to think about. I think I have too. I, I am a little, I didn't used to be this way. I feel that since 2016 i have been super plugged in for better or for worse i listen to multiple news podcasts politics no. podcasts no. yeah God, i am no. i yeah i am a little hyper aware unfortunately so for better or for worse i i do think it's good to be aware and to be educated but at the same time it might be a little too much so yeah, I mean, for a lot of people, it's just not mentally healthy. So, yeah, so that's enough about uh, what we are looking forward to uh-huh. in 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's uh, let's take a look back on this year in Star Trek. Um, but first, I guess we should just touch upon a few news items that have come up over the last couple of months since we've recorded. Sure. And we has, may it really not- been, has it really been two months? I think recording? it's yeah. I want to say it's been October since we've. Oh wow! Maybe maybe we, maybe we did record in November. I don't remember, but okay, it's a long time. Um, but here here are the big things, and we can just kind of touch on them. Number one, before we're recording, we just talked about this. We both were watching Prodigy on yes. Netflix. Yes. So um, that's a nice development, and tying into that, uh, season two wrapped. So, 
and maybe maybe I don't understand how. Does this mean that they're like it's in the can and ready to go? I think so. This, yeah. 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 I think okay. it's ready. It's it's they finish post production, so they are ready to premiere it whenever Netflix wants to, I suppose. Um, so we don't have uh, a date yet. Well, this gap between now and April would be a great time to do this. The real question is, do you think they're going to drop it all at once or are they going to drop it episodically like they do some series? What do you I think, think they're going to drop it in two chunks like they do with most of their non-reality shows. I think it's the reality shows are the only ones that are episodic nowadays or weekly. But most of their, like The Crown and Bridgerton, I mean, those are also their like flag, their flagships, so I don't know, but they've been, they've been splitting those up into two chunks. They did and, that with The Witcher too. And... Yes, they did. But I don't think this, I don't, I don't know if this is considered, this would not be a flagship for them, but it's so many episodes that I think it makes sense to just do 10 and 10. Mm. Yeah. Or even four drops of five. Um, oh, depending on like the arcs, you know, the arcs that they did in the first part of. Yes, so. they could do that. Who knows? Yeah. Um, well, hopefully we'll have some prodigy to talk about in early 2024. Yeah, um, hopefully. But that was definitely a big news item for 2023 that got saved. Yeah. We weren't sure what was going to happen for a while. It was, it was a few months. It was a few months. They were months doing the tours. There were these fan petitions going on. Yeah. There was a lot happening to save it. So I think it was all a pleasant surprise when Netflix confirmed that they would be releasing it. Right? Yeah. No, it was... Uh, a huge cheer, I think, from around the planet. Or yeah. Netflix, just great. yeah, and Netflix is a good platform for it because there's so much kids content. So, I mean, what kids are subscribing to Paramount Plus? Give me a break here. Yeah, you right. Know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. Even I'm, you know, even now speaking of that, I'm even thinking I've done the annual plan in the last couple of years. But even now, I'm actually thinking about just doing it monthly for however long I need to. And then, well, stop. Not much else then... happening. I don't do you even watch anything else. The only other thing, the only other show I watch on Paramount plus might be halo. I think that's. The only oh other yeah. One. Yeah. No, I only watched like half the first season, uh, like four or five episodes of halo. It was okay. Um, it's, it's all right. And then I started watching Frasier. There's like something like, you know, brainless to watch, and then um, I found out he's a Trump supporter. And um, oh, can I see grammar? Like, yeah, that's over. So um, I'm like, oh, well, f-, f that then. Um, so yeah, so good news for Prodigy season two wraps, and Hageman Brothers have said that they have have plans for more seasons. I think I read that they have plans for seven seasons. I was like, oh, oh wow. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be, that's a a big ask. I don't know if they're going to get seven seasons. You never know, but. Yeah. I mean, The Crown went six. Uh, Witcher is going four. Um, What else? At least four. uh, There aren't a lot of series that are. It just loses um, steam. Most series lose steam nowadays. It's hard to sustain that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, in other news, and this is, uh, I, again, I don't know. I just wrote down everything that kind of 
came to mind, right? So S- section 31 is moving ahead now with the strike over. Finally. Um, it's going into pre-production and I believe uh, Michelle Yeoh said that they're going to start filming in March. So, yes. Yes. That's, that's, um, uh, that's exciting. I'm interested to see what comes out of this. I mean, I love Michelle Yeoh, so uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm excited about that. I'm wondering yeah. what century she's going to end up in and what characters we're going to see. And, right. Um, I hope it's not bad. <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, it's going to be a two hour movie. I, you know, I, I don't think, I don't, one, I don't think she would put her name on anything that's bad. I feel like. I know. mean, she's not, she was in that Netflix, that, that Witcher prequel member, Witch, Witcher Origins or I something. Never, Did you oh, watch I never that? watched that. No, I never watched it. It wasn't that good. Uh, like okay. ensemble, like she was a major character, but it wasn't. It wasn't that great. Right. Well, I mean, I'm sure they threw money at her, so whatever. Right? Yeah. Sure. But, yeah. I'm anxious to see what they do with it. I mean, I you know, Section 31 has kind of been quiet, or this whole idea of the black badges have never really come up again. We haven't even heard of that in Strange New Worlds. So you know, it's. Right. Um, uh, interesting. We didn't even, you know, nothing in Picard. So, Mm-mm. um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where, what century she landed in and, uh, what they're going to do with this, whether it's a potential spinoff or whether it's going to be, um, you know, just a, a one, one off. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure how much I'm looking forward to it. It's Michelle Yeoh, so I'm like, of course I will watch it. And it's Star Trek, so of course I'll watch it. But am I really, like, salivating for a Section 31 movie? Not really. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's there. It it will exist, which is I think great. it was more interesting as a series that was going to come out, you know, in between seasons of Discovery. I thought that that was going to be, you know, mm-hmm. and I thought I would bring back... Um, I can picture him, but I can't think of him. Bach, but or oh. uh, um, what's his? What's the actor's name? Something yeah. Latif or something? Oh, uh, Shazad Latif. Shazad yes. Latif. Uh, you know, yes, I don't remember book like or yeah, his name. Say, I mean, <laughs> I don't remember. Um, Ash Tyler. Is this correct? Ash Tyler. There you go. Good job. There go. See, there we go. I'm so bad with names, and it's been a while. Yeah. Right, season yeah, two discovery forever. yeah yes so Latif. there we go yeah there the we go back. <laughs> so we get that um let's see strange new worlds season three is in production now in toronto yeah, finally. so finally do you want to take bets as to when it's going to premiere oh uh no i mean uh, i don't I think, think if we're lucky end of 2024 yeah, I, don't, I mean, to be honest, when have, when have we been lucky with Star Trek? <laughs> so, uh, lately, you know, it's just been one, it's been a very up and down type roller coaster. So, yeah. I'm, and, and, all right. So, yeah, so I'm excited about that. The actors seem pretty psyched about that. The writers, um, everybody. But then this whole, so this is another news item, which I didn't put in the list and didn't say up front, but. The other thing is that Paramount is in talks for um, mergers. So, you know, which I think is pretty premature, but, you know, the the YouTube 
you know, anything to generate, you know, ad revenue or like clicks and all this stuff is happening with this stuff. I think it's really early days for, you know, and to, to, for this to slip uh, out, I think it's a little, usually merger, merger it, talks it, are supposed to be very hush-hush. It also takes forever. You're right. These usually yeah. needs to go through a ton of approvals and governmental regulation. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Plus so. the boards and the stockholders and all these things. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was talks about, there's been talks about the merger. There's some talks about Paramount basically getting their IP sold off. There was that too. Basically getting disassembled. Because mm. it's not really, it's, they're just not the most profitable company. And Paramount Plus is not necessarily bringing all their revenue in. So, right. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's been a shit show run company for a while now. So, yeah. Um, so it's kind of, I would say the, the future is somewhat uncertain for Paramount. And I think subsequently for all their intellectual properties as well, it's like, what's going to happen? One can say that Star Trek would be all right, though. I think at some, you know, I think that wherever it lands, although I can't imagine them completely letting go of all of their Star Trek yeah. um, IP. But who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Um, I don't know. I don't think it'd be terrible, actually, if someone else took it on. If, you know, say like a no. Disney or an Apple or whatever was to yeah. buy the Star Trek IP. I don't think that would be a terrible thing. But no, I think that might see. be a, a good... Uh, good business bet for one of the larger companies to, to that to, know what to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially that have marketing departments and promotional <laughs> departments and yeah, essentially. things that um, show that they're together. So, and finally, uh, discovery season four is set to start uh, in April or to start, uh, <laughs> Not to start, start. Uh, the premiere? Start, the premiere. Yeah, thank you. God. Thinking it's hard right now. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, this period between Christmas and New Year's is also... Like, I had some work to do today. I am on PTO, technically, but I was like, sure, I'll just move a few things along. It took me 40 minutes to write a two-paragraph email. <laughs> it took so long. Oh, wow. It was just... I was just multitasking. I was distracted. I didn't yeah. want to. I think... You don't want to. You don't want to. You, you don't want to. That's I the did thing. not want to. So yes. because of the lack of wanting, it took much longer. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, that's how my brain has been working today. Okay. I mean, I did get some things done. It's yeah. good. Um Yeah. I don't know. I'm sort of tempted to just take PTO for the next two days, but do you, oh are uh, you working? Technically, yeah, technically, yeah. I'm, I'm but I'm like, I but I'm one of like, I'm the only one, I think. So I am shocked and appalled. You work for a church. Why do you not have the time off? <laughs> Those are all very good questions, of which we're not going to talk about here on this podcast. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm actually very shocked. Oh yeah, no, well, I, most surprising. of the staff have taken time off, but it's to use time. It's not like free time. So, um, yes. Mm. So, and I'm trying to save up my, 
time and right. use it more judiciously, but also save it up for 2024. Sure. So yeah, um, I have a few things I can do. So, but it's you know, no one's bothering me. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, Got it. So, um, yes, I did. It's not. I took. I took a nap this afternoon and watched Prodigy. Right. So, um, considering you know why? Because we drove back from Massachusetts yes last night yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, you know, two three hours into the trip, which was literally like uh, it was a five hour trip, and the first three quarters of the distance was covered in that three hours, and the last quarter of the distance was the additional two hours, and I was just okay getting sleepy it was dark and i had to have a coffee and so i was up at up until two in the morning oh no yeah i knew i knew that that was going to happen but there was not anything i could do about it because i needed the stimulation while driving right right i would totally fall asleep behind the wheel it would just happen yeah, Absolutely. well, it's a good thing you don't have a driver's license, so you don't have to worry about a, this. That would be a menace. It would be terrible. You would be. I mean, you're a menace on in general, but um, yes, in a car, <laughs> you would be. When I'm walking on a street that has that <laughs> is straight, has no bumps, <laughs> surface, I'm like tripping <laughs> over myself. So, yeah. Um, terrible. So anyway, getting back to Discovery, uh, they showed a clip. Again, it was a Michael Burnham and um, Booker. Book? I think they showed book, two not clips, Booker. Right? Booker. Book. Book. Um, I saw clip the, on the planet. And I only then, saw the one clip, which was her on that ship and then her riding it at warp. And I know they released another one, but I'll be honest, I didn't even bother watching it. Oh, okay. So that was the one they released a long time ago, the one you're talking about. Right. I know. No, I know so they released one. They released another one, but she I was in. She went to it. some South American Comic-Con. Brazil. Oh, thank it you. It was like Brazil Comic-Con. Oh, there basically. you go. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm glad. See, together, we're like a whole brain right now. <laughs> together, um, this is great. we can make things happen. Yeah. Um, so... Yes, so they showed this clip of her and Book on a planet um, with these creatures. So, um, yes, that's all I really yeah. can can describe. I, they're either camouflaged or warping themselves in short little hops. I don't remember what was happening, <laughs> but it was another it was another Michael okay. Burnham exclusive clip um, okay. with her husband. You know, and no other personnel from wait. Are they married? The ship? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. No, sorry. I just, I sorry. No, they're probably not married. I'm they're not married. They're together. No, I no. I mean, that would be no. They no. They're not married. There was a wedding on Discovery. So. There was no wedding on Discovery. Sorry, I, her partner there. Her partner. her partner. No, I was like, did um, I miss something? Which I is mean, not really a member of the crew. It's you know, it's sort of like I don't know. He's a consultant. Yes, he's a consultant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who happens to be her partner. Right. Which seems to be a huge conflict of interest. But anyway. Um, I mean, I don't know. And there are no other crew that could possibly go down to the planet with her. Um, One of my least concerns, like smallest concerns about Discovery. Like if you you (laughs) want me to get out of my soapbox, I can. But I'm I'm not sure we want to go there right now. (laughs) <laughs> no, we don't want to go there. We'll have plenty of time, probably, to 
complain about it later. Um, So, yeah. So, that's coming back in April. Uh, So, for their final, fifth and final season. Yeah. So, there's the news. Yeah, I think you pretty much captured all the big things that we missed. I'm trying to think. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking slowly because I'm like, do we do we have anything else happen? I glanced through the new recent news. I didn't see anything. I mean, obviously, obviously, we had months and months of nothing because of the strike, right? Um, and so, you know, by the time the strike was over, it was fall, and like oh. life was. One thing I want to talk about: have Yeah, you, have yeah. you been keeping up with the Delta Flyers podcast? Oh, uh, a little bit. I don't, yeah. So I've reached the point where either I need to listen to it on 1.5 speed or I need to pick and choose which episodes I'm going to listen to. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it's just too long. And I, you know, like they literally go through the show. Right. Uh, scene by scene. Right. right. <laughs> so but that's what I like about lot. it. I like it. Okay, I like good. it. Yeah. Yeah. The most recent episode was over two hours with Armin. I do think it's smart because they're basically having Terry and Armin trade off. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think it's actually smart because the first episode, which you cover MSR, which is a lot. There were moments when I was like, okay, there's too many people on this podcast. It was like, there I didn't think so because, you know, Terry, as you learn, you know, and, and I, I, I'm enjoying it too, other than the fact that they, they need a Star Trek expert on there to kind of fill in like the information that we as fans. It's kind of the charm because sometimes you can, you know, even on during Voyager, they were saying things. I was like, this is not correct. Oh, like, well, I never yeah. really listened very much to vo- to them talking about Voyager because yeah. we all know that Voyager is not my favorite sure, fair. iteration of this show that we love. Yeah, um, but, yeah, you listen to a podcast like ours if you want the in-depth Star Trek knowledge, mm-hmm. kind of sometimes, though we also forget character's um, name or whatever. Oh. Or you can read Memory Alpha. I think what's interesting about the Delta Flowers podcast. And I think the reason why I brought it up is because they couldn't talk about Star Trek during the strike. Mm. So I was, they did a whole season, a quote unquote season, which was their interviews. And right. I was so excited once they finally premiered their DS9 rewatch. Mm-hmm. And I'm really liking it. And I really, now I really want to rewatch all DS9, actually, because they're talking about these episodes. And I vaguely remember season one. Season one was right. good, but not great. And I really now have this longing to go back and watch all of it again. Because it do really bring a lot of interesting insight. Because obviously, uh, Robert and Garrett have not watched DS9 before. Right. So this Robbie is a director, too. So he looks at right. it from the director's point of view. Right. Um and Garrett, Garrett brings a good insight, too. Like, he's, he's, he's an actor, but he, he'll talk yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, stuff from the lot, like things like that. I'm like, oh, that's fascinating. Armin has a lot of great insight. He he just knows a lot about the production of it all, which is very interesting. Yeah. And Terry's just fantastic, of course. I like her. But I it's great. It's, I think a lot of it is about the personalities and their their banter. Honestly, a lot of it's their banter. And they're actually really all very funny. So I don't know. That's great. 
Yeah, I mean, I you know, I do enjoy them. Um, I do get annoyed with them sometimes because it's like oh, no. sometimes it's like one-upmanship between the two of them, between Robbie and Garrett. They're like oh, sometimes, like you know, it's it's like that sometimes. And I and I like Garrett. Don't get me wrong, but it's sometimes what I've noticed is uh-huh. that like Garrett likes to jump in because he's got something to say. He's like that kid that's like not going to be patient and wait till you finish because he's got something to say. It's, right. So that that gets on my nerves a little bit. Like, but I understand it's not like they're recording in person. They're doing it over Zoom. Yeah. Or whatever. Yes. So it's you like, sometimes always, you have to talk over people like I'm doing right now just to get a, get something in. <laughs> yes, exactly. So <laughs> I do understand that, but you you know, like if you, yeah, it's just one of those things that I I thought like after God, how many episodes that they've done that they'd be a little bit more like balanced with like, Oh, you know, I know when Robbie stops to talk or, you know, I know when Garrett stops to talk that I can talk, you know, and like just a little more in sync with one another. Oh, okay. so, bother me actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I love Terry. You know, Terry doesn't know a lot about the show. She does uh, not. And it's funny because I, I did listen to the emissary version, uh, podcast one. And, episode and uh you know uh, armin was just bringing a lot of like he mm-hmm. was the first actor to be yes to be cast so he got to see a lot of the product you know a lot of the supplements terry was last so it's very yeah. interesting uh um, so yeah uh no that was very interesting yeah it just uh i can't sit through an hour of them going through piece by piece of episodes unless i I was watching it with them which i Uh. so side note like i i did uh so will and grace um how they have a new podcast with eric mccormick and sean hayes they're doing the same thing they're going through their own their own show i've never seen will and grace by the way i'm a bad guy oh my gosh i know what the fuck oh my word so i I love watching the episodes before they talk about it Mm-hmm. Um, again, we're talking about a 20 minute comedy, you know, episode. So it's not, right. it's not quite, a, they sort of do go through the episode piece by piece or scene right. by scene. Right. But, you know, a 45 minute, 40 minute Star Trek episode when they're like really like going into like the nitty gritty, I'm like, uh, like, no. Yeah. Oh. It's just a lot. It's a lot. Um, so I do like those type of episodes, but I just don't think I can commit to it all the time. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm listening to it while I'm like working out or like if I'm like going somewhere. So I, I kind of prefer audiobooks. Me. I mean, you know, I've listened to over a hundred audiobooks in 2023. So okay. um, I hate audiobooks. That's, I know you do. Yeah. Um, well, I don't read. I just listen to podcasts. Right. So, Yeah. So we we just have different things uh, that right. we like. So, right, right, right. but I do, you know, I was excited about them doing the episode, you know, the episode watch through of it. But you know, I just I'm excited for them to get into the good stuff, like you know the like season two. So in like two years or whatever. Well, it's the. I mean, there's one offs where they're really, you know, they're really outstanding episodes. Yes, 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 yes. So, so they well they covered all of Voyager in three and a half years because they record literally weekly. Yeah. Yes. They also, it was also Armin. it was also um, COVID, so they sort of did have that, you know, that yeah. Uh, 
the time to do it. Right. But they kept just it up. Like we had, yeah. Just like we had a lot of time on our hands during COVID. So we recorded oh, yeah, every sure. week. Sure. You yeah. Know, but, so. Yeah. They kept it up every week. But they also have patrons and things like that. So I know. It makes sense. I, was, I was like, it's crazy. They have people who pay like hundreds of dollars a month for their yeah, podcast. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's it's a revenue crazy. source for them. No, so yeah, sense. absolutely. No, I, I, until, so I think they, maybe even on that, like the emissary episode, they like read off like a bunch of names and I looked at what level those are all. Like those mm-hmm. are like $250 a month. Yeah, yeah. Patrons. Mm-hmm. $250 yeah. a month. Yeah. It's a lot. I was like, oh my money. gosh. So, no. yeah, no, I, you know, I'm happy for them that they can make the extra money. Um, speaking of which, do you ever, so do you watch, do you also watch slash listen to the Shuttle Pod show? No. What's that? It's another that's the, that's the Dom, Dominic Keating and. Um, oh, no. Um, why can't I think of his name? I can see him. Um, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Which one? Uh Tucker, Trip Tucker, who plays. Trip oh, Tucker. I don't remember. Uh, man, unfortunately, uh, that's I'm really sorry. I'm we really need, sorry. We need such an expert on this podcast. We we do. Yes, we do. Um, About names. Does names. I don't. I don't remember who, his someone name. Someone who does names. Yes, Connor Trenier. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh! And I did not look that up. That came from my brain. I did not go anywhere to get that. Yeah, that I mean, if you said brain. that, I would recognize it. I could. Do, if you said all the names, I would be able to match them to the characters. So yeah. So actually, Dom just posted something that he's stepping away from the show oh. in 2024. For what are they doing? Are they rewatching all of Enterprise? No, so they they have all they have a ton of guests. You should take a look and see. They've had some. They've had they they've done some really um, interesting interviews. I mean, they do do some re like they do some watches with patrons and things like that. And they mm. yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it, there's some really good stuff in there. And you know, oh. I, I have to say that uh, Dominic is like a researcher. Like mm. we just jump on here and like start chatting away about shit. I know. And, he has like done all the homework. So let's just oh. say like, so they did an interview with Jonathan Frakes, Terry McTallis, all these people. Oh, wow. They went like deep and like got into their like history and whatnot. So oh, cool. Um, sort of like, you know, how Gates did her, yes. her episodes. Like she's, yes. she's really well researched. So, I, you know, they, yeah, they do, they do a bunch of different types of episodes. Um, so yeah, um, but I guess he's stepping away from the show, and he and his post, he really didn't say why. But um, oh, sad. Yeah, I mean, it does. You know, you you know, you, you do. Life gets in the way mean, sometimes. Who knows? Yeah, life does get in the way sometimes. So, um, yeah. Um, so well, we've chatted now for a good half an hour about a bunch of different things or so. Why don't we talk about 2023? So our homework assignment, or I mean, I did tell you, you just did your homework literally as you walked into class. Um, Great job, you. um, Was to come up with top three moments for you in Star Trek for 2023. Okay, so are we going one at a time? Yeah, let's let's just do one at a time. One at a time. All right, you go first, Mike. Well, I have to say, all right, so my number one, and I just rewatched it. 
Okay. Um, is Star Trek Picard's episode nine Vox. Okay. Where, um, you know, where, I mean, ultimately we're, we get to the last five minutes of the show, which is mm-hmm. every kid who grew up on next generation, which is both of us, right. you know, I mean, it's just amazing. Uh, obviously seeing the enterprise D back in action. So, but it's overall, it's also a great episode that, you know, Todd Stashwick dies. And by this mm-hmm. point, you actually kind of like him. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. you leave Rafi and seven on the ship on the Titan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I think it's also the, ep- yeah, it's the, the episode where like it all, all, you know, it's Federation day. So you see the enterprise F in its last voyage, you see, you know, you see Admiral Shelby, you see all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was probably the greatest episode. I mean, 10 is excellent, too. I mean, the was it the next generation or the the I forget what they the call last the last generation, the last generation. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, the, for by far, that has to be my number one thing for for star trek this year is um i mean overall season three is really the the winner for me but if we had to pick an episode or something that i would go and watch which oh, okay. i just watched last week when i was sleeping on mm-hmm. the couch because dennis had the flu um mm-hmm. that would be my number one choice for 2023 yeah yeah how about you so I kind of cheated. I just I said Picard season three. <laughs> like I did pick uh, like one episode. You did, yeah. So I mean, okay. So <clears throat> once you said Vox, I I did like it. Um, I definitely the reveal of the Enterprise D was a moment, and I really enjoyed it. But I I think I have like I have nitpicks about basically each episode and some of the choices that they made. Sure. You know, for example, one of the my, my biggest issues with episode nine is that they took so long to finally reveal that it was the Borg. I'm like, my God. And then oh, yeah, the yeah, traditions yeah. were kind of just thrown to the side and we spent most of our time. Like, you know, that's a narrative issue. This is narrative structure issue. So if I had to like kind of, you know, I have nitpicks basically about each episode, which is why I think, you know, but I would say one of the top moments moment overall was probably yes the review of the enterprise d um in the, the museum but i would say season three as a whole uh if i had to kind of take it as you know in totality i would say it's probably you know probably one of the biggest highlights of the year so yeah i don't you know, i don't disagree yeah. i don't disagree yeah. at all uh yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah I, I would say yes i would say episode nine episode ten um, the, some of the early episodes, they were good too. It dragged in the middle a little bit, but overall, I think that it was a very strong season that really lived up to the hype. Thankfully, I was like, God, you know, and you know me, I really didn't love season one and two. I ha- I thought that they had their moments, but overall they were so disappointing. I was like, my God. So I think it, season three for me made the Picard revival worth it. I feel that this is really what yeah. you should have gotten in the beginning, but at the end of the day, you can't get everything that you want. It's okay. Um, but yes, it made the, uh, made the whole effort, the whole journey worth it. So, right. So yes, yeah. I think I agree. Highlight. Like getting, yeah. Getting season three though, we needed to have season one and two. 
only because actually we didn't need it maybe but uh patrick stewart needed it Patrick needed Stewart to, needed it. He he needed yeah. season one and two to kind of realize right. he needed what to go on he his really yes right. he needed to complete his journey. He also needed to understand yeah. that while he was doing this new thing, really what brings the adulation of of all of this Star Trek fans who grew up on Next Generation and right. those who you know didn't grow up on it but love it. Um, is what happened in season three. And yeah. um, I think that that was a lesson that he needed to learn. And I'm glad that we got the opportunity. We gave him the opportunity because we got season three. We also got an incredible, you know, showrunner in Terry Metalis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, which we couldn't have gotten. He wasn't available in season two. He was wrapping up uh, his 13 Monkeys show, I think. Was that um, why he wasn't? I thought they. I thought he was working. No, I think Twelve Monkeys wrapped up a while oh, ago. Twelve Monkeys. I think Twelve Monkeys. I think season two he started working on, but then they basically had him go to season three to start pre-production to start planning for it. Uh, uh, you should listen to the Shadow Pod show and uh, as he talks through that, I, I think oh, okay. that That's what I, thought I, I, I really think he was wrapping up something. He was wrapping up something and Twelve wasn't Monkeys available. Was a while ago. For, yeah, Tom uh, I think well. season four yeah. might have been more recent, given. But anyway, anyway, um, but we got Terry Metalis, who is an excellent showrunner too. So I, you know, you don't need to research it right now. It's okay. No, now I'm just now I need to know. <laughs> no, uh, no, you might be right. You might be right. Um, I just, I just, and you know what? I watched like half of Twelve Monkeys season one, and it was dark and depressing. And mm-hmm. I don't usually mind it, but after a while, I was like, oh, I'm tired of it. Um, see, it wrapped in 2018? Toe Monkeys? So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, it might have wrapped. I mean, did it wrap or did it, you know, like, did that, uh, you know, anyway. Finale, finale I, I, aired July 6, 2018. So. Oh, really? Oh, so, okay. a while ago. Yeah. yeah. So, maybe it was something else that he was working on. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly. I don't know what else he um, But uh, anyway, we got Terry Metalis out of it. So, yeah, I agree. Season three was definitely. Um, yes, made it worth it. Yeah, it had the right showrunner. And I think it was, you know, had the, we had to go through that whole process, right? So, right. So, what's your number two for. Are you going to cheat again? Um, we're doing like a snake pole kind of style. Okay, so my number two was those old scientists. Oh, that's World. mine too. Okay. <laughs> I mean, with yeah. like, whatever. Uh, those old scientists was my favorite episode from season two of Stranger Worlds. It, I feel all... It was like one of those episodes where everything fell into place. I think the, the cast fell into place, director... Just everything about it, it just like made sense and it just resonated. It's like I think one of those rare moments when all the planets are kind of aligned and everything just makes sense. Literally, like one of the best episodes of Star Trek, like ever, yep. uh, in my mind. It was funny, it was heartfelt, it progressed a plot, it just did everything, and mm-hmm. it was so well done. And you can tell the cast is having a great time. It just, I don't know, everything just worked. And yes. it's great on rewatch. I don't even know what to talk, you know, we can, we, we've talked about it extensively as well, so we don't need to rehash all of it. But 
literally like one of the most enjoyable episodes of Star Trek I've ever seen. So yeah, yeah, it, it was just it was so good. It was so good. I, I agree. Um, since you made that your number two, I'm just gonna go further down the line. So I was um, I was surprised at how much on second viewing I ended up like mm-hmm. liking Subspace Rhapsody. And okay, then, I watched it um, a couple of times too. On second run, I I really started to enjoy it, and then mm-hmm. I, it's actually probably one of my top five played soundtracks on my. Oh my god! Really? Okay. Oh yeah, I just uh, right. I love the acapella opening. I love, you know, I love the the underlying music. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I have my fit. You know, it's just, and I'm not that person. We've talked about this before. We're right, not. Right. We are not Broadway yeah. gays. No, so um, we're not. We're very not. But this this episode grew on me and grew on me and grew on me. Um, so yeah, so we had a really super ending to that season i felt like between those old scientists i don't even remember what episode eight was about um episode episode eight was uh, was, i think the war episode the war episode it was the it was the um where he lost his memory no no it's it's when nurse chapel and mabenga kind of oh oh yeah that was a good episode oh yeah yeah Oh, that was, was it. I remember it was like very is whiplash from from those old scientists <laughs> to yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know the name of the war episode, just such no, rhapsody. Musical uh, then we went to Yeah, it was like very extreme. Which yeah. I think makes you know, that's why it works as a show. You can do that. But Yeah, no, I, I, I wanna say that that whole second like that that whole four episode block was really good. I I mean I hegemony or however you wanna say that freaking word hegemony I think that's um, how I say it. it was still an excellent season cliffhanger and um got a lot of questions about what's coming next and <laughs> i still think it's gonna be fine i feel most i feel they're all gonna oh, be okay gosh, i hope so but i but i think this is the i i'm in i am enjoying and not enjoying being in this moment where you don't know you just don't know it's like in stasis it's like it's a very uh, Stranger's Cat situation. It's both alive it's a, at the same time. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Totally that. And it's also like, it's like you had three months of best of both worlds. Now we have like two years of the best of both worlds, <laughs> part one and part two. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. So I will say all of those episodes, but definitely kicked off with um, season seven and those old scientists. Oh, God. So. Popular, um, so yeah, so yep. Uh, seeing Tiny Newsom and Jack Quaid in live action playing their characters that we love, uh, so good, they're so, so good, good. Yeah. they are so good. Oh my god, I love just their on screen chemistry like the real on screen chemistry, yeah, not just yeah. the yeah. version. And yeah. they just did such a good job embodying their characters. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. It was it was really fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. So, yeah. Strange New Worlds was a knockout. Actually, between you know between season three of of um, so here's the other thing about Picard season three is is the first season of Star Trek that where I've actually wanted. I've not yet gone out and bought the DVDs, the Blu-rays of it, just because I love it that much. Oh wow. Um, I don't do physical uh, media would, anymore. I don't really either, but this is one of those things where I was like, 
yeah, that is that's how much I love that. But I would also throw season two of Strange New Worlds, even though it, you know, first couple of episodes. I mean, well, the second episode was the real one with the with the uh, courtroom, but um, new now. I thought but, the first half was had its moments. I I love the yeah, episode. I, the circle I, though, was kind of, uh, you I mean, know, the circle was the, kind of okay. I like the Spock one. The oh one yeah, that was human. Yeah, it, it kind of rehashed old territory, but I it was still very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. So, not everyone loved it for some reason <laughs> because it was kind of a rehash of like the body swap one. Oh uh, okay, but it's uh, kind yeah. of yeah, season yeah. one. But yeah, yeah, it's I, I still liked it. Basically, yeah. whenever we can, like, fuck with Spock, I'm like, yes, I'm there for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. All right. Should we do number three? Yes. Well, since we're doing kind of, like, snake pole style, do you want to go? Sure. I mean, uh, I mean, so I'm going to pull a Johnson for this part. Uh, I'm going to say Lower Deck Season 4 was oh, okay. by far really great. My number three more. was uh, Lower Deck's finale. The last oh. few episodes, yeah. Okay, yeah. But why don't you continue? Well, no, I just thought you know. I, so the feeling that season four gave me was the same feeling that I got with season one. Mm-hmm. And I loved that we had progressed the characters to Lieutenant JGs, yeah. and mm-hmm. that there was some development. We're not in that like, the perpetual Ensign Harry Kim moments here. Right. Yes. That, you know, we did eventually uncover Mariner's issue, although that was a little protracted. I know you don't I know you don't like that piece of it, but but overall, like as a season, so I struggled, I forget. Season three I kind of struggled with, I wanna say, or is it season two? I think it was season three. Like I think season, I think season three. Season yeah. three, I struggled with, and I was like, it just wasn't, it was more, felt more of the same of like seasons one and two. Um, it did get better, but um, in season three, towards the end, I think, mm-hmm. but for an overall season of Lower Decks, this one brought me back to the first season feeling of this is fresh, this is new, this is fun, mm-hmm. this is just great Star Trek. Um, and to anyone who's not an animated person, like someone who watches mm-hmm. animated shows, which there are people out there who, you know, who will not watch like the musical episode of Strange New Worlds. I sort of understand that, but not watching it doesn't make sense to me. But um, right. but also not watching animated Star Trek because it's animated mm-hmm. and therefore can't be real Star Trek is absolute bullshit. Like Prodigy, oh my God. One of the yeah, best like first seasons. Yes, yes. Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of commentary on yeah, Prodigy. So good. I mean, we... Yeah. So, yeah. So, overall, I would say season four, all, you know... And I, I'm I'm starting to enjoy... Like, I, and I pointed out to you, like, I'm starting to enjoy, like, the even the things like the opening credits. Like, the probe was in the opening credits, which you oh, didn't even notice about until I pointed out to you, like, halfway through noticed. the season. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. So yeah, so I'm 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 yeah yeah. So season four just was great all around. I I mean I'm Mike McMahon, uh, just is a genius. I know, just I hope a genius. Keep on going beyond season five. I hope so too. I, I really hope so. I I really don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't hope we don't need like another save the show campaign. 
Oh, that'd, gosh, be annoying. I hope not. that'd be so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> so what was your number three? Was it? Well, the... my number three was the finale, the okay. last two episodes of season four of Lower Decks. And I think that, yes, I agree with you that overall the season was good. My issue with season four was this this uh this bigger story that was happening but it kind of started dragging a little bit it was just like you know it, not much is being added to the story each week and we were kind of being told like oh there's a little bit of serialization but i was like all right it's just the same thing over and over again basically until the very end and honestly i think everything just came together and crystallized in episodes 9 and 10 of season four the Nick Carnell thing, I was just like, what the fuck? But in a good way, I was like, what the fuck? Like, it's, it was so great how Mike McMahon brought in that character, and I'm sure that Robert Duncan McNeil had a great time like, reviving that character. I, I'm sure that Robert Duncan McNeil, not in like a million years, would have thought that that character of all characters would have gotten any sort of revival. So, right. and, you know, like, uh, I think uh, Mike McMahon, he did say like, no, no one's getting it. because people were guessing what it was, and was, oh yeah, yeah, was like, just, no one's was... close, no one's close. Yeah, and it's just such a deep cut, but at the same time, it makes so much sense for the show because it really did bring it back to the whole genesis of how this whole lower decks thing began in TNG, and you know the whole catalyst for that was because of what happened in the first duty then led to Ensign Cito going on her journey, which then we find out, you know, it all just like, it's very meta in some ways. And then also kind of just makes sense for the show. So I think I thought it was just like really beautifully crafted as a story, but then also just the random out of left field, like resurrection of Lina Carno, I always thought was fantastic. And then at least you and I liked like the whole thing, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the whole uh, basically remaking of the Wrath of Khan in yes. the finale. Not everyone loved that, actually. People, some people thought it was too on the nose, but I really liked it. I thought yeah, it I was, did too. I thought it was really well done. And yeah, there was just so many things that I think just worked really well. That, I mean, we get to see Captain Boimler, which was kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah. That was one of my uh, happier moments of, of that. Um, yeah. yeah, and then they brought in just like random threads from the season, like when Rutherford and Livick, they had to like resolve. Oh it yeah, like being Mark Twain, like it was like so random, but it just yeah, you yeah. know, just like random things, just you know, these through lines that they pulled back in. I thought was just really spectacular. And Tendi's journey, like even that, like the whole thing with Orion's that was just touched on early in the season, but then we, you know, that was brought back in the finale as well. There was just like a lot of things about it that I thought were just really well done. And just from a pure storytelling standpoint, really well constructed. So, you know, I, I was, I really enjoyed that two parter. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. yeah, I was just thinking that we, you know, we really had a pretty awesome 2023 when it comes to Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, thirty episodes, thirty solid episodes of what's Discovery twenty twenty three? Oh, I I, well, I wasn't counting Discovery. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, it was. Uh, (laughs) 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 (laughs
there's 30 episodes right there of really, really good uh, Star Trek. So I, I don't think we're going to get that anytime in the future. So I think that, you know, 2023 is going to go down as one of the oh best. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Discovery was 2020. March of, tw- March of 2022. Oh, my God. Yeah. Time means nothing. I was like, wait, what's Discovery yeah. earlier this year? It was not. It was early it was last year. <laughs> yeah. So, Holy yeah. Crap. So wow. I think I think we're going to look back at 2023 and be like, that was like the golden year of Star Trek. Um, and I think we'll have pockets of that in the future, but I don't think we'll have a block like that. Yeah. Of that much new Star Trek that was. I mean, that you know, good. Picard is done, so no more chances for Picard, right? Um, Although he is, you know, Patrick Stewart is trying to vie for one more Next Generation movie. I don't want to do it. Like, I, I, I'm kind of like, let's just end it on a high note. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm I, I mean, my hope would be that we go to Star Trek Legacy, which would be really great. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I think we have some cameos for Legacy. I think that that would be great. But I don't we don't need another like, Picard season 3.5. Like, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't no. need that. No, I think it went on a really nice high note. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there's our top moments of 2023. Um uh, you have let's jump ahead and look ahead to 2024, which right now does not look all that exciting. Yet. I know it's very, yeah. It, 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 I just don't based on the scheduling everything. It, it just might look very sparse. That's the I yeah. think that's the biggest issue. Well, we know we'll get uh, Star Trek Discovery finale, and we will get Lower Decks. <laughs> yes, so we'll get Lower Decks season five. Um, well, I'm uh, really looking how, forward to to uh, Discovery season five, Mike. What say what say that again? How much are you looking forward to to Discovery? Uh, you season know, five? I I wish I I will say this. I wish I was looking forward to Discovery more. I'm disappointed yeah. that I am not looking forward to it more. And I love I love the ensemble, and I think that that's my main challenge with Discovery is the I love the actors and the characters that they've created. And I just wish it was more of a ensemble show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I, I think that that, uh, I really thought about this. I was like, when they announced that, you know, when they started announcing some of the discovery stuff, I was like, I really want to be excited about discovery and I'm not, why am I not? And then right. I just sort of figured it out. Like, it's just not a, it's not produced as an ensemble show and they've it's got not. such an incredible, um, incredible cast. So I think that's what I struggle with the most is yeah. the fact that it's not an ensemble show. Um, and I want it to be, I really want it yeah. to be. Yeah. So, and, and that was reinforced by the scene. I know that, I know that, um, Sinequa was in Brazil for the conference, you know, for the comic con, and they, you know, so it makes sense to have a Sinequa scene. But I, the problem is that, and I do love her as an actress. I think she's very talented. I think, you know, I, I just think that, you know, it's just, it's just more of the same of like, you know, the, the, and it's, I just want to see more of the other characters. I really do. Right. right. That, you know, it's the, it's, it's the opposite problem that we had with Deep Space Nine. 
Right. You know, like we have all these characters, but we're just not developing them. We're not building stories around them. We're instead focusing on one character and everyone else is sort of supporting that character's journey. And I just, uh, I struggle with that. You know, I want, I want more. And I, you know, I think that uh, the main thing is, you know, as a gay man who watches this show, I think I would love, obviously love to see just more Paul Stamets and, and Culver, you know, so Dr. Culver and, you know, that's an important thing. I think Adira and Gray bring a nice ring to it. I love all of the bridge crew. I want them to have more of a, a part in this. You know, I think Saru and Doug Jones is f- fantastic. I miss mm-hmm. Mary Wiseman. Like, what has happened mm-hmm. to Mary Wiseman? I think, well, she, uh, she seemed to have her own thing going on. Yeah. Like, a real world thing. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. But, I, you know, I just, I just want... I just want those people to be more a part of it. Right. You know, I don't, you yeah. know, I want, I want the crew to be more a part of it. I don't, you know, the right. Admiral's nice, you know, he, he's a great actor. Um, I don't need the drama with the Federation president. Like, I just don't need that. You mm-hmm. know, uh, although I love the romance between Saru and the uh, Vulcan president or the, uh, Navarre president. Yes. Um, I like that kind of interesting. That's a new and interesting dynamic, but I just, I just wish there was more of that. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, so I, I, I feel like it's going to wrap and I'm going to still feel underwhelmed by my, my, I just, I just have this feeling that I'm right. just going to feel underwhelmed by the finale and what the, what it, um, kind of wraps up for the characters that I love, yeah. yeah, which are all of them, you know, you know, so that's, that's sort of what I'm, and I'm sorry, I didn't want to get on a soapbox. No, it's but, fine. I've gotten uh, on my Discovery soapbox so many times on this podcast so, that you're allowed once in a while to step onto your Discovery soapbox. Well, you know, I, I, I finally, uh, you know, I figured it out. I figured out what was bothering me, and that was, I really dug deep into have it. Have we talked about like, this before, though? We've, we've you, and I, you and I have talked about this. We've never talked about this on air. We've only talked oh, really? about this. I mean, yeah, we can definitely complain about how ridiculous it is. How ridiculous it is when people. Oh, get, we've like, talked about pieces you know, of this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Emergency. Oh, yeah. Time. Yes, we've talked yeah. about that. That is for sure. But I think but I finally. It's all I, the problem is it's symptomatic yeah. of the larger yeah. issue. Yeah, these about. are all symptoms. We've talked about the symptoms. I'm telling you what the disease is. And the disease is just not an ensemble. It's not an ensemble show. Well, I mean, part of the, I think part of the part of the issue as well, though, is that. And I think that this is, you know, at the end of the day, I, you don't need to talk about Discovery. I do not need to get on my Discovery soapbox. Yeah, right. I don't think it's a good, yeah. I don't think it's a good show. Um, <laughs> which is, you know, that's a lot to say. But I think fundamentally, I think they've done serialized dramas poorly. Like, you know, as I think they are like, this needs to be serialized because that's what all the new shows are doing back in 2016, 2017. 2017, So yeah. we need yeah. to do this. Yep. And the best way to serialize this is to focus it on one character. And then it just kind of became the Michael Barnum show, I think, unfortunately. And I think that the way that they decided to serialize it was to kind of make one person the hero, which can work, but 
you know, like, I think that in this case, I, I think that, unfortunately, I, I don't think they pull off very well. I think that Picard, if we want to talk about Picard, you know, season one and two, you know, I think had a lot of ups and downs, obviously. I think why season three was so strong as a serialized story is because everyone got a chance to shine. You know, you, you kind of spread the wealth a little bit. It yeah. wasn't, even though it was called Star Trek Picard, it wasn't just about Picard. And I think right. that that's what made it great. And season one and two, on the other hand, I think had a lot of fumbles because you kind of had to keep on going. Everything had to tie back to Picard and his journey. And it's hard to do that. It's hard to like do that well, unless you, you know, I think at least Patrick Stewart has a lot of cred, you know, and the character of uh, Picard has that legacy. So he has more going for him, but it's a lot to put the whole show on one person's characters and also be like, we need to tell the serialized story that needs to take place over 10, 13 episodes, you know, and it's a mystery box show. So I don't know. Uh, I agree with your points. I'm hoping, honestly, though, I'm hoping that I think that is the point, though, that the magic box thing and the hero, the singer, what is it called? Mystery box. Yeah, Mystery box. The mystery box. The mystery box thing and the... Is that your dog being disruptive? Yes. He's he's been sleeping all day long and he decides that every time I get on a podcast, he needs to chew his bone. Every time. Um, So, yeah, I think think that's the thing. We never... They stuck with the formula of a single hero and serialized storytelling with a mystery box formula. And they just like repeated it over and over again and like raised the stakes up another level or 10 every season instead of really just saying, uh, is this working? Uh, can we, why don't we change it up and do something different? Right. Um, maybe next season we better because I heard that they want it to be more episodic actually. mm. So maybe there'll be more of a chance to. You're like, no. I'm shaking my head like, no. I, mean, the, the, I, I think know. someone, yeah, that's whoever said that or wherever you heard that is, yeah, no. I think Michelle Paradise said it. Mm. I think in an interview. Mm, I so. bet she did. I bet she did because, yeah. Anyway. anyway. All right. I enough about know. Discovery. Anything? All right. Let's talk really quickly. 2024. What we're uh, looking forward to. What? What we're looking forward to. Yes. I, got you, I got you onto Discovery Soapbox. I specifically... You did. You did. Yeah, did. I did not want to go there. And you <laughs> gave me the opening and here we are. Um, I'll tell you one thing that I'm looking forward to. I am looking forward to season five of Lower Decks, but I also am looking forward to David Mack. I believe it's David Mack. is writing a Star Trek Picard novel called Firewall, all about Seven of Nine. I'm actually looking forward to that. Um, there has been a dearth of kind of Star Trek media beyond tv which i think um is challenging because i i love that stuff and especially when they turn it into audiobooks i love that it makes it much more accessible for me um Mm -hmm. so uh, but i am looking forward to this one Uh, so those are my two things that i'm looking forward to i don't think we're gonna get strange new worlds in season three uh next month next year yes next year and 
Um, do you just kick your dog? What'd you do? I distracted him. Yes. So he would oh, leave okay. the freaking bone alone. <laughs> um, I'd rather have him on my lap being needy that way rather than chewing on a bone being distracting the whole, ep- you know, last 10 minutes right. of this episode. Um, I'm, yeah, I, isn't there still that, um, that con audio spinoff you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I've yeah, which we haven't heard anything about. We have not heard anything about that. I am not holding my breath. I don't know if that's going to happen, but Uh, yeah, I don't know that it's. uh, So I listened to. Remember, I listened. I did listen to. I think you listened to it too. The one hour, ninety minute, Rafi seven audio book that they did. Oh, you didn't listen to it. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. I'd have to listen to it again. Um, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I don't know how play, like doing that con thing is going to play out in that. But yeah, I don't know. It's you know, it's another one of those projects that they've talked about that I've just like oof, disappeared. <laughs> kind of like Section <laughs> Thirty One did for like uh, five years. So um, or, or the uh, the next Calvin movie. Oh, the next couple. <laughs> yes. Lulz. Yes. Lulz. Um, yeah. So anything else you're looking forward to? Anything you're specifically looking forward to in 2024? <laughs> I I don't know. I, I feel that, twenty. you know, to your point, I feel 2023 was just such a good year. I just don't. I'm sure in the ne- next season, maybe, again, maybe we'll get something at the end of 2024 when it comes to Strange New Worlds season three, maybe, maybe not. I'm sure next season will also be good, hopefully. But I, I, I feel we don't have something like, um, like a Picard season three to look forward to, you know? Yeah. We knew right. that going into 2023, Picard season three was going to be a thing. We knew it was going to be, a real, was coming back. Right, everyone's yeah. coming back. We're yeah. all getting really, I just don't feel that we have that. We don't, I don't feel we have a tent pole like that to look forward to. Yeah. Um, hopefully, yeah. hopefully we will be surprised and delighted by prodigy season two. Yep. You know, I'm like looking forward to that too. Yeah, you know, I want, I want, good. I want prodigy season two to be phenomenal, obviously yeah. uh, as well, uh, yeah. but we, we have I no news on that. I don't think we have a Picard season three, like object to yeah. really look forward to. You know what I mean? Yep. No, you're so, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's certainly not Discovery Season 5. Discovery Season 5 is not that for me. So, yeah. No, I think that, that's the thing. That's the thing. If I had to kind of, like, compare 2024 to 2023 between it being election year and not having Picard <laughs> Season 3 to look forward to, it's like, all right, well, here we are. You know? Right, yeah. Exactly. So, so, yeah. Yeah. So, we'll have to see. I, I think we're going to look back at 2023 as being one of those... Banner years in Star Trek history. Oh, so it, it might be hard. I mean, by next year, I'd be like, wait, what was 2023 again? Because apparently I thought that Discovery was also earlier this year. So I have no idea. I mean, I'll have to, uh, uh, have to like, uh, yeah, somehow, uh, like, fuse into my memory that 2023 was when all these things happened. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep, for sure. Well, there we go. There's our <laughs> recap of. 2023 and what we're looking for into 2024 and maybe we will also uh record more frequently 
I doubt it. Or regularly. I don't, I don't foresee life getting any less busy, but maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Um, who knows? Uh, yeah. I'd be like, hey, Mike, we do you want to record crickets? Like, just kidding. As, I mean, it's it's been tough to, like, come up with the energy and the, the time to do this. Because um, always tired. Always <laughs> yeah, tired. I mean, we are always tired. Always tired. Yeah, always tired. And, um, yeah. procedure. Basically. Yeah. So, yep. Um, but there we go. There's our recap and our what we're looking forward to in 2024. Yeah. Why don't you tell our listeners how they can share with us what they're looking forward to? Yeah. Uh, we would love to hear from all of you. You can reach us on Twitter slash X and Instagram at Deep Space Pride. And you can also email us at deepspacepride at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what you're looking forward to. Let us know what really starts to you in 2023. And let us know if you want us to record more regularly. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> or, or you might be like, whatever. Guys, you can record whatever. I don't care. There are plenty of other yeah. podcasts. I'm going to listen to Delta Flyers. Whatever. Uh, so, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. Am I sure. have anything to say about our sponsor? Do we still have a sponsor? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, Fansets is the premier sponsor of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network, and we want to thank them for sponsoring us and all of the podcasts on the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Head on over to fansets.com, put a bunch of pins in your basket. So I was just checking because I haven't been there in a while for new releases. And um, there's some more Future Imperfect, um, which was the war oh. episode, right? That, uh, uh, no, the Riker episode. The Riker episode? Parallels? Riker oh, was the one where he yeah. was, uh, he was, yeah, it was like a... Oh, Future Imperfect was the entity, right? That yeah, it was like a young alien... Yeah, young yeah. Alien needed a father figure in his life. Thank you. Thank you for reminding yes. me of that. Um, yes. So they do have some new uh, Ensign Delta Magnets and pins from Future Imperfect. So they have that. They have my least favorite character from Lower Decks, which is Badgy. Uh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, who? But no, no. <laughs> no, is it? No, Badgy is not your least favorite character. It's uh, Peanut, Peanut Hamper. Hamper. Yeah. I mean they're they're pretty close. They're you know, they're pretty close. Um there's a twisted badgy licensed fan sets pin there. Um as well as a bunch more, including all a bunch from Star Trek Picard, including the Admiral's uh Delta and also the um the Borg Slayer Slayer Slayer. What am I what's going on? Slayer The Borg Slayer. All right. Delta as well. So head on over to Fansets, put a bunch of pins. You know, they have more than just Star Trek, right? They have, you know, a ton of other fan uh, fan favorites. So head on over to Fansets.com, put a bunch of pins in your uh, cart. If you spend more than $30, you're going to get free shipping in the U.S. And if you use the code TrekGeeks, all one word, you're going to get 10% off your order. And we want to thank Fansets for being the premier sponsor of DC's Pride and the Truck Geeks Podcast Network. Thanks, Vincent. All right. 
another well, episode have it. in the Our can. final episode of 2023. I almost Hopefully said we can publish it. Hopefully we can publish it before the end of 2023. Yes. Yep. Yes. 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 This is the thing. Yes. You're going to, you're off. You're going to write the notes and yes, I yes. am going to edit out the, a few bits and then put it all together. Can you edit out your dog? Like the whole time, like for that, uh, you know, uh, sure. Yeah. I, 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 there's nothing I can do about that. Him biting that bone every time. So distracting. So distracting. <sighs> no, yes, I know. Yes. No, it's just right on brand for my life. Yep. Right on brand. <laughs> Sleeps all day. And then I get on a podcast and it's time <laughs> to uh, now he's chew the bone and now he toy. has a squeaky toy. So yeah, this is nice. My nice. Right now. Nice, nice. Great times, great times. But uh, yes. Well. well, thanks everybody for listening, and we will talk to you again in 2024. Will we? We'll see what happens. <laughs> will we? Will we? Yes, we will. Of course, we will. Okay. And between your phone going off and your dog, this is over. Yeah, you know it's over. Yes. This is the worst. Yes. Well. <sighs> You know, if we had a real audio engineer who could pull all this stuff out, it would be great. But I think it's a lot to edit. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. What are we? The no, daily? I'm saying we don't have that, so we're just going to have to live with it. This all is right. real life, folks. Okay. All right. Well, bye, everyone. Have a good new year. Yeah. Happy new year, everyone. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Deep Space Pride is a production of Coconut Media Works. Executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Coconut!